Welcome back to Taco the Town, the podcast where it's always Taco Tuesday. I'm your host, Dave, and I've still never met a taco I didn't like. Actually, that's a lie. There is one taco place that I did have a bad taco experience at, and that place will go unmentioned until that little dinosaur in the Dave Smith the Lamp Makers commercial tells me that it's the right time for me to taco about it. Today, we'll be reviewing another great place in Kansas City to get tacos. We'll be joined by special guests who will share their favorite taco places and taco memories with us. We'll share some stories, share some laughs, and most importantly, share some tacos. Welcome to Taco the Town. Let's find out what taco place we'll be reviewing this week. This week's taco destination is Los Alamos Market and Cocina, located in the west side neighborhood of KC, right here on the top of the hill, 1667 Summit Street, Kansas City, Missouri, 64108. One of my favorite little hidden nooks here in Kansas City on this hill. I love it up here. If you haven't checked out the west side and on Summit, I mean, what are you waiting for? Get on up here. Los Alamos is a market. It's a restaurant. It's open every day for breakfast at 6 a.m. until 3 p.m., 4 p.m.-ish most days. When I first started this show, Los Alamos was one of the first places that many told me I had to review for the show, and I feel terrible. It's taking me this long to get here. Los Alamos offers truly authentic and fresh Mexican dishes. Let's meet this week's special taco reviewer guests. Our first guest is a KC native who grew up in Florida and moved back to the Midwest in 2012 following a stint abroad in Barcelona where she missed tacos terribly. She's a freelance writer, food blogger, and event planner. She spends her time with her French bulldog, Walter, as they Instagram her favorite local spots in Kansas City. She considers herself a nacho connoisseur and a huge taco enthusiast. Welcome to Taco the Town, Cynthia Malone. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for being on the show. Yeah, absolutely. You have a really cool name. Thank you. It sounds like a private detective. Has anyone (laughs) ever told you that before? (laughs) Never, actually. Cynthia Malone. I'll take it. Or it's a good, it could be a newscaster name. You ever thought of that? Well, now that I'm behind a mic, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds great. (laughs) (laughs) Let's meet our second guest. He grew up in a small town in Southeast Kansas. He attended KU where he got a journalism degree. He worked in radio and television for the next 40 years. He has no other marketable skills, but he does still own the world's largest ball of videotape. It's in his garage. You might know him from Rare Visions and Roadside Revelations. He's been on Kansas City Televisions for 40 years. (laughs) Yeah, give or take. (laughs) And uh, Rare Visions and Roadside Revelations, you guys won 20, or no, sorry. Well, let's say 20. It sounds 20 Emmys. (laughs) 27 (laughs) Emmys. Uh, where you were the driver and TV weasel for that show. We were all TV weasels, but I was the guy behind the wheel because I'll hurl if I, you know, if oh, I yeah, that's right. drive. Mm-hmm. It's in the theme song. <laughs> Welcome to Taco the Town, 
Randy Mason. Nah, thanks for having me. You have a really cool name too. Not you, really. You should do like television or <laughs> actually it's not my name. My name is actually Douglas Randall Mason. Oh is yeah. Is that cooler? I think I knew that. You know that because you know those kinds of things. Doug Mason. You know, yeah. Did you ever go by Doug Mason? No, but what I found out, your digression already is that apparently nobody is ever named Randy anymore, so everyone immediately sees my name on a thing and thinks Mason is my name, because oh. Mason has become... Oh, yeah, the new... Trending. So, yeah, yeah as the ty- including my grandson. So, um, <laughs> confusion reigns. Wow. I, I think Randy and, and the name Ray, as a kid, I always wanted to be named either, like, change my name to Ray or Randy, because I just think Randy's a great name. But you already had a couple names. I have three names, yeah. Three first names, yeah. <laughs> w... And David uh-huh. and Keith, yeah. You were glutton for names, man. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I just thought Randy sounded like a cool name. Cool but no guys. one names it now. I mean, right. that is, yeah, I think you said I, trendy. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not Mason. trending good. It's not tr- trending downward. Mason's trending Do you up. ever meet any other Cynthia's? You know, when I do come across other Cynthia's, they're normally in the 80 to 90 range. <laughs> right. Uh, so it doesn't happen that often. <laughs> I will say it's rare. And I don't go by Cindy. I never have. So there's, there's a lot more Cindy's out in the world. Right. But I don't identify with that. Is name. Cindy short for yeah, Cynthia? It is. Okay. I always thought it was uh, short for like Cinderella. Cinderella. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe for some. It is. All right, Cynthia, you say you are a nacho connoisseur. I think so, yeah. What are some of your top nacho spots in Kansas City? Do you have a list? You know, the list is short because I'm a bit of a nacho snob. Okay. And uh, I think I make pretty damn good nachos. So when I go, uh huh. So when I go out, you know, there's criteria. But some good places actually, Blue Line. In the River Market has I've heard that. excellent nachos. They're really great. Um, and you don't have to be drunk to think they're great. You can eat them sober. They're amazing as well. Um, Zocalo on the plaza actually has great nachos too. Um, so I go there. I was just there yesterday actually. Did you get the nachos? Uh, I shared them with my friend Marco that did. I got tacos. Uh, yeah, so it's a short list. But um, those are the two best spots that I found so far. I think I've heard that blue line. Blue line, it, it yeah. It comes up a lot on the nacho mm-hmm. list. Randy, do you have any feelings on nachos? I think the last nachos I ate were at the stadium at a ball oh. game. <laughs> stadium uh, nachos? Class. Yeah, I'm not a nacho connoisseur, clearly. <laughs> I, and not and unrepentant. I, You know, they don't, they just don't speak to me. Cheesy glop is not high on my, I don't know, for some reason. It um, sounds like you've had some bad nachos. Bad nacho experiences. I need to make some for you, and it might change your mind. Yeah, I, uh, it's, it's unfair of me to to denigrate all nachos. Right, but, right. Uh, but for some reason, that is not something on a, a you know in a world of Mexican food that's very tasty. Okay. Uh, not and are nachos really Mexican food? You know, I, I did a, a whole question. episode about the history of nachos. I believe it was on our uh, Westport Ale House episode, maybe. No, oh. that's not right. I've done a lot of these. They're all just blending together. Cut <laughs> um, to the chase, Dave. What'd you learn? <laughs> yeah. uh, they were people in El Paso would sneak across, either that or the other way around, would sneak across to Mexico to this place where they made nachos in a bar. It was like, because it, it was everything that was just left over. Right, makes sense. And they just made it a late night snack, which nachos are a great late night snack still. But they are. Uh, they, yeah, they, they invented them that way. And then it became like a staple and they snuck them back over 
to a military base huh. and then it became a hit at the military base in Texas. And and then some guy at a ballpark saw them <laughs> and was like, we need to start selling these at ballparks. And yep. that's the story. And Super Bowl Sundays for years to come. Yep. Right. So what it makes yours so... So in my practice of making nachos, there's a, there's a key that a lot of places don't do, which makes it, which is why I hate ordering nachos most places, is you, they don't layer. So you have everything on top, and then everything underneath is just chips at that point. That's the worst. That's and a nacho no-no. That's a nacho no-no, a fail. So you got to layer. You got to put the queso. You got to put the onion, cilantro. I marinate my chicken in the crock pot overnight in some salsa verde. I sometimes put napoles in there, wow. cactus. And, uh, and then you, you distribute that evenly, and you just keep going up until it's done. So you get a full... White queso, bread evenly, and then a little red cabbage with lime on top, and some candied jalapenos. So you get a great. good bite every time. How hard is that? Apparently, very. <laughs> That's <laughs> when I go to Quick Trip and make my Quick Trip nachos. I, I do the layering. See, Gotta so layer. you know. Yeah. That's the biggest thing yeah. for me. Man, you really get into the nacho. I'm very passionate yeah, about that. That's, that sounded like a gourmet nacho. They're they're pretty fancy. Nachos. Do people request you bring your nachos to parties? Actually, yes. That's great. Um, I posted a, a photo of them once. I think it was like for the Super Bowl. And I had strangers on Instagram like, give me that recipe, please. <laughs> I need that. So I'm like, okay, yeah. Wow. So happy That's to awesome. share it. Maybe we could do a at-home episode where... Absolutely. Um, we Take you and, through the steps. Yeah. World, Are you making large quantities when you do this? I mean, I need to because it's usually I have a few people over and they go very quickly. So sometimes I, you know, make it and then I divide it up into like three or four smaller plates for even sharing. <laughs> <laughs> do you make not or tacos at home? I well? make tacos at home. Uh, I make fish tacos at home a lot. That's probably my favorite thing to do. You just got back from Mexico, and you said you just got back from the place that invented the fish taco? Yeah, apparently Ensenada is the birthplace of fish tacos. And uh, my friend uh, Ramon, who who lives in San Diego, uh, we drove over there on our way to Valle de Guadalupe, and we stopped and had very good, amazing fish tacos there. So it was a highlight for sure. How often would you say... You eat tacos in a week. Are Gosh. you like me where it's every every uh, meal? I mean, not every meal because I'm not that lucky, but maybe twice a week. Okay. Yeah, sometimes more. Okay. But that's probably the average, I'd say. So you had tacos yesterday I and did. you're also going to have them today. That's pretty good. Yeah, go. and I think I, I had them earlier in the week. So it's three this three. week. Yeah, three times. It's a good week. <laughs> it's a good week. Um, I've just started a, I started a diet earlier this year where I, all I eat is tacos. It's working out for yeah. you. I've lost 49 pounds. Yeah. That's great. It's amazing. That's great. Taco diet, everyone. Yeah. Taco cleanse. <laughs> Randy... Before we started rolling uh, today, you we were asking you about your taco feelings, and you were you were kind of indifferent about tacos. Can you? Yeah, I'm sounding like the, the wet blanket here. Aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> like like he, she's painting a beautiful picture of, of things, and I'm over uh, ballpark. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So well, tacos have never factored into well, your life in a special way, you'd say. I enjoy them. But, you know, in the world where foodieism has 
become a very large factor. I'm just a guy who eats what's in front of him. And if someone puts a good plate of tacos, I will eat them, but I won't, I seldom will find myself going back, chasing down things, which I think differentiates me from okay. someone like Cynthia who yeah. like, oh, that was so good. I'm going back and I'm getting that. Apparently I'm really lazy and whatever, <laughs> whatever is most available. And sometimes it's pretty crappy. I will still eat it. And, and uh, apparently I'm still living. I'm living. I, I made it to Medicare. So <laughs> is, is there on your show, Rare Visions and Roadside Revelations, you guys travel to every state except for Connecticut and... Well, I didn't get to Delaware. Delaware. And the ones up and Alaska out and of driving range. Do you ever, did you ever encounter any amazing tacos on those well, journeys? Well, I was thinking, she mentioned El Paso and ding, 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 light bulb went on my head about uh, the M&M car wash in El Paso. Ever heard of that? No. no. Well, it's a... Mexican eatery and car wash that has is really famous for its chili rellenos. Okay. I, I'm less of a chili rellenos guy, but they had some great tacos and uh, and you literally your car will be getting washed right there while you're at a little bar, uh, and that is a pretty cool combination. Wow. I like that. Yeah, and and uh, and very popular. I mean, did you guys take advantage of the? Well, of course, the I mean, minivan wash. I, I wanted the you know the. Uh, People who support public television to help get us a car wash and, and a full full stomach, so it worked out very nicely. That's great. Yeah, that's that's what you learn on the road is you, you double up whenever you can. Achieve right. two things, and seldom do you get to achieve. Hey, we we washed. We didn't wash it. Someone else washed it for us, and we got to eat you know a, a pretty tasty meal. So that's that's my best road story regarding that. That's a that. great taco that's a good place. One. Yeah, H yeah. and M or M and M, one or the other. You get to El Paso. Tell okay. anybody I'm looking for the the car wash restaurant. You'll okay. find it. Out of all of the places you guys visited on the show, is there one place that sticks out to you as a place that everyone should go and experience? No. <laughs> yes. Doing a lot of places. <laughs> I, I am the interviewer's worst nightmare, aren't I? I'm, I'm the guy who usually is asking the questions. Yeah. But I, no, I don't think there is, Dave, because I think everybody reacts differently to different things. But I was enriched incredibly by the chance to see so many cool things, meet people who are so passionate about what they did and enjoyed life. Thank you. And that, that's what I took away. So at any given day, that combination might be different. Okay. As close as the gar as Lucas, Kansas, though, I'd say the Garden of Eden, which is very doable. You don't have to oh, yeah. go but three and a half hours. And Been you can there see, about three times you can see one of the time, most yeah. amazing things. I mean, still up against 46 states worth of things. I put the Garden of Eden right in there at okay. the top. So. Describe what the Garden of Eden is to people that have never been there. Well, there's no tacos. No uh, tacos in there. Or not. Because Kansas. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, the meat market that was there just closed down. Oh, they, yeah. they had a, what was supposed to be a really good little local meat market, which is another hazard of the, the, the economy for things these days. But the Garden of Eden was found, was created by S.P. Dinsmore, who is a Civil War veteran. So, you know, it goes back a ways. He married a much younger woman and got inspired, whether well, there's a connection we don't know, to create a sculptural statement around the house that he also built for himself. All this when he was in his 60s, 70s, 80s. 
and it depicts biblical things. It depicts populism, which was a growing thing. This is around the turn of, of the century. All these things, and he wasn't trained. He just decided he wanted to make statements about all these things, and then and he was partially he, blind too when he was. Making by the it, time right? he was yeah. finishing up, he was wow. So he was he was, and then he's buried there. The, yep. you know, the, the other little nugget of it is uh, he's buried in the backyard, and you can go look inside his coffin. Yeah, the mausoleum. He's not looking quite so good no. these days, but uh, it, his he, beard's still growing. I is think. It? Yeah. Well, didn't they say his beard is still growing? That, that happens, right? Yeah, I think it so. It does. I don't know. I didn't realize nails and hair. Nails and, SPs was yeah. was still going, but huh. yeah, he was a showman, and he had the first electric lights in town, so he lit up the place, and people going by on the train. What 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 what's Amazing. that? So I can respect the guy who who did that, and it's so indicative of what we we saw all over the country was people yep. who just had this. I got to make this. I may not. I may or may not make money off of it, but I got to do it, and then uh, we'll see what happens. Have you ever been there? Cynthia? I haven't. I'm glad you've been three times, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. And they still won't let you take pictures of his. Uh, coffin yeah yeah still yeah. frown upon that yeah so. they do but they've done it i gotta say props to the people who saved that place yeah and that's part of this whole thing that we explored of, of folk art or outsider art, whatever you want to call it a lot of it goes away a lot of it is sort of prone to neighbors not liking it or right. the, the ravages of nature and not enough funds to take mm -hmm. care of it so long early on a guy came up to us and said you guys are doing important work and we burst out laughing because <laughs> you know we're, we're wandering around finding goofy things the idea that it was important work seemed absurd but in retrospect because some of it went away some of it would never really be lasting as it is this way i you know, kind of lean towards at least thinking it, there was some value your show really inspired me to start taking road trips and going to find weird stuff Okay. So I I really love the show and uh, I that's kind of what I do when I have free time is well have you take not road found, trips to weird places have you not found that people are nice when you go oh, to yeah. these places I think we all sort of yep. assume oh they're not gonna want to but they do like you show up and they're they're just they'll tell you all sorts yeah. of things yeah and that's hard to beat yeah I did uh, Route 66 through Illinois a couple months ago and uh, stopped at all the little Route 66 stops and yeah. There was a guy at, at a place in uh, in Illinois, and he's just like, "Yeah, come on back." And we just talked about his garage full of Route 66 stuff. And uh, his his uh, son was out in the yard, and he's like, "Yeah, Dad's in there. He'll talk to you." He's like, "That's his man cave." So, <laughs> but yeah, it's fun. I wish I could uh, do what you guys did for a, for a living. I that think we had to be. Slow. It was just the time and place. We, we yeah. walked into it. We didn't mean to do it. Uh, we, we went out to do one show. <laughs> and ended up making 90 yeah. some. And I, it wasn't because we had a focus group or anything. We, As Don, the camera guy, would say we had an unfocused group. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, though. Me and Randy, Cynthia, mm -hmm. we, we used to, we took a couple trips to really strange places. We didn't do it in a minivan. We, we flew to these towns. Uh, we went to like Hagerstown, Maryland, and uh, Manchester, New Hampshire, places like that, and uh, put on these career college commercials together <laughs> and uh it was fun just for fun it was fun yeah like yeah. a telethon telethon yeah that's great and we <laughs> ate at a place in uh manchester or was it it you must said hagerstown hagerstown it was called the tortuga mm, and i think i might have we might have had tacos there do you remember ordering tacos in I, I, I could lie and say yes but i don't dave I'm what sorry. Did, <laughs> i remember i remember 
It was a beautiful night. And you remembered he loved them very much? Yeah. What is your go-to order at a at a place called Tortuga? What what would you what do you th- remember ordering? Well, well I, I want to see what would Cynthia... I'm like turtle soup? I- <laughs> yeah, turtle soup, maybe. Well, this is Maryland, so they were kind of probably maybe. playing seaboard. Do you think you got crab cakes that night? Uh, crab, it could have been. <laughs> I, I would probably have gone with like the fish tacos or something. Ooh, fish tacos. Yeah. Wow, okay. okay. Well, fish tacos yeah. have become my, you know, that's interesting because you were mentioning them. You said they came from a place in Ensenada. Ensenada. Uh-huh. And they've sort of taken over. And I like them because they're not always great, but, but they're kind of steady. Yeah. Steady. Nobody messes them up too bad. No. They're, they're kind of like one of those things. And then every now and then you have one that's really good and you go, oh, go back for more of, yeah. more of those. You yeah. know when you've had a good fish taco. Yes. Uh, I feel like there's more bad fish tacos than There good probably fish are. And again, it's just how you build it and how you, your ingredients. I was in San Diego recently. I was there. That's a big fish taco town. Huge. I had, well, what, the one in Mexico was great. And to talk about a good fish taco, uh, there's this place called Mitch's Seafood. And all the fishermen, it's whatever they catch that day. And you go in, it's very unassuming. And it's just this tiny little place and you get your order and it's the catch of the day. And uh, the best fish tacos I've ever had in my life. And you can sit out on the dock and... That, you know, perfect weather that San Diego has. It's my favorite place. Every time I go, I land. I'm like, we're going straight to Mitch's. I feel like you have to eat a fish taco on a dock looking overlooking the ocean. Right. That the fisherman not... just caught that day. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, you're making again, <laughs> beautiful pictures. I've got us out in the middle of Kansas just sort of wandering around. And she's, she's making a, a, all sorts well, of Well, there's a, good a tacos poetic... in Kansas, too. <laughs> well, but you're not going to catch where they're right, right. Going, where they just caught the fish I know, taco. that's pretty special. Cynthia, where did your love of tacos begin? Can you oh, pinpoint a time? Did yeah. You grow, did you come from a taco-eating family? I did. I did. So my family, my uncle owned a Taco John's in Florida. No way. Back in the day. Yes. Oh, wow. And then it, one here in Kansas City. They just celebrated um, their 50 years. I know. It's really changed a lot. My family is like, wow, after we sold it, I mean, it's just, it's different now. Got more fancy. Got it, it, is that the right word? I, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I don't know. Fancy. More busy. I don't know. I went because I saw that there was one here when I first moved back. And I said, I have to go. The potato olays were amazing. But I grew up I grew up um, in a Taco John's. And there's home videos of, you know, my uncle who's in his early 20s, you know, dressed as a chicken outside trying to get people in. <laughs> and I, you know, would eat the Choco Tacos. Those are my favorite as a kid. Yeah. I'd always be found back in the freezer like digging for those that is maybe one of the coolest lines anyone's ever said here on the show i grew up in a taco john's <laughs> it was great <laughs> that I mean, is awesome not complaining so you ate a lot of potato olays so many potato olays yeah yeah so that's probably where it all began and i and had it stopped you, you keep it going i keep it going i keep that alive you also said that you are a chips and salsa oh, snob i mean or, look I think a lot of people judge a good Mexican restaurant on the chips and salsa. Yeah. Because they can't be too thick. And they have to be just salty enough. It can't break apart in the salsa. So, yeah, I think it's important. What do you think of these chips and salsa we I have here? I think these are great. Randy seems first, to be loving them. Yep, yeah, no, looks good. You I'm, got the spicy That's uh, the spicy. Yeah, I'm trying to decide what the, what the salsa is exactly. Yeah. Pepper, a lot of peppers. We have the yeah. green mild over here. It's kind of oranger than, right. than usual. I'm just trying to 
I'm gonna try it. Yeah, you give, give me some knowledge but the, here. But this chip is great. You wanna try yeah, some of this Verde? Yeah, I wanna try that. These Ooh, chips. That has a kick. Does it? Mm. Yeah, I'm Verde, I, Verde wins for me. Verde too. Verde, it's good. No, but these chips are just thick enough. They're not, I like the Cantina Thins. These are right in the middle. So way to go, these are perfect. Reminds me now actually of another strange road <coughs> chip story. Oh, nice. Yeah, Paris, Texas. Oh. You know where Paris, Texas is? Just No. Oh, it's just south Oklahoma. It's not far across the Oklahoma line, kind of to the east of Dallas area and all that. Not much else you'd know around there, but we were eating at a small Mexican restaurant, and all of a sudden, the chips came pouring out of a chute out in you know, the... the Apparently, that is amazing. Direct, direct to the kitchen. You know, they, they would they would come pouring out of a chute into into a basket. That's and awesome. And they were good. That's and, you know, great. They just made, and Warm. they would just they would just come mm. like, like a, firing out. And we're like, what's whoa? They're they you just lean down and shoot. put your mouth out, and you're like, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it didn't come to that. But, <laughs> but uh, I like they that. Have. I like that image. I feel like they need to factor that into more restaurants. Like yeah. put in like tortilla chip shoots. Like that would be more fun for people as they. It was eat awesome. There. I nothing else about the meal. Out, but, but that was that was so good. So if Didn't anyone matter. is listening and you're thinking about opening a Mexican restaurant, do that. Yeah. Right. It'll be a hit. Well, I can't tell you exactly where it was, but it was not far from the cemetery that had the Jesus wearing cowboy boots. Okay. Yeah, that that was what I remember from Paris, Texas. Is they I own that book, the Roadside Revelations book. Is there a picture of the Jesus wearing cowboy boots or the tortilla shoe oh, in that book? Uh, alas. <laughs> So, so many <laughs> gaps in our in our history that that probably would be among them. <laughs> but Man, I'm telling you about it, Dave. Well, that's that's good enough. A that's good enough. Yeah, yeah, you are. It makes me want to go. I'll go. Well, the shoot, seek this place the, out. The shoot was very cool. Well, guys, uh, every week here on the show, I like to check the taco news stories of the week. This is the, called the Taco Ticker. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. These are the taco news stories of the week. I just want to get your guys' thoughts on these. Sure. It's been a big taco news feed lately. I feel okay. like it's been really busy. Okay. Taco ticker story number one. LeBron James wants to trademark the term Taco Tuesday. No. So here we go. Yeah. <laughs> LeBron. When Come LeBron on. James opted to leave Cleveland last season to join the Lakers, pundits assumed that the NBA superstar's interest in the Hollywood went beyond basketball. He started at his production company, Spring Hill Entertainment, has a Space Jam 2 coming out. Oh. But apparently, LeBron has a food-oriented plan up his sleeve as well. He wants to trademark the phrase Taco Tuesday. I think he's late to the game. I think it was like 50 years ago or something. By Taco John's. By Taco John's. Oh, yeah. my. How's that for coming back home? Nothing but net, LeBron. (laughs) (laughs) What says it? ESPN reports that one of James's business interests put an application with the United States Patent and Trademark Office last month seeking to lock in exclusive use of Taco Tuesday when it comes to advertising and marketing services provided by means of indirect methods of marketing communications, namely social media, search engine marketing, inquiry marketing, internet marketing, mobile marketing, blogging, and other forms of passive, shareable, or viral communications channels, as well as podcasting services Whoa. and online entertainment services. No. He, he's gotten these <laughs> videos that he does every Tuesday where he is eating tacos with his family and they scream Taco Tuesday and they become pretty popular over the summer. LeBron has no immediate plans on what he would do with the trademark if he gets so, it. So, there you go. His team felt it made sense to nail down the opportunity because of all of his videos that he's releasing this summer. As far as trademarks go, 
Mojo, Taco Tuesday is already pretty notorious. Mm -hmm. The phrase is ubiquitous and gets plenty of use, but the Wyoming-based chain Taco John's actually already holds the trademark for for restaurants. Though they clearly can't stop every restaurant in the country that tries to use Taco Tuesday. It's a it's a community phrase, you know. Yeah, it's kind of like Ohio State was trying to trademark the term "the" no. or the word "the" because everyone says "the Ohio State University." People say "the" a lot of things. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if he's not going to open a restaurant, I don't see where he should get the trademark of Taco no. Tuesday. What are your thoughts? Whoa, I guess it's because there's so many different ways it can be used now. Listening to that list, I kind of right. nodded off in the middle of it because there are so many different different. Uh, <laughs> opportunities to toss a taco Tuesday in and they're they're looking for I don't know that that hardly seems worth the time and effort LeBron come on get back on the stick, court yeah stick with what you know although he's doing lots of good things I want to point out LeBron it has impressed me with some of some of his community activities this this might not be one yeah I mean uh, I don't you can't you can't own taco Tuesday it's not something you can own <laughs> no. it's just something you that live that just hurts you doesn't it's it something yeah. you live yeah. yeah, it's a vibe. It's for everybody. It's not for one person to own, you know, especially in a basketball player that is going to open a taco restaurant. You know, maybe he, he could get into tamales. Tamale Tuesday is still available as far as I yeah. know. Tamale Tuesday. Look at you. Maybe put a spin on it, LeBron. Yeah. Or Chalupa Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> Enchilada Friday. He could really just go down the menu and figure it out. He's being lazy, honestly. I like the I like his videos because they um, celebrate Taco Tuesday. I just don't think he should try to. He should maybe not try to trademark Taco Tuesday. I think we're pretty well agreed. Yeah. All right. Taco ticker story number two. Do you guys like some Taco Bell? Do you enjoy Taco Bell? I, I thought you said Taco Phone. I'm sorry. <laughs> T- sorry. Ta- <laughs> it's hard to hear. Taco here. Bell. There's a lot of noise. Taco Bell. Yes. Yes. Sure. How often would you say you eat at Taco Bell? Not that often. Okay. Not as much as when I was in college, but they did bring back nacho fries and those are not bad. Yeah. <laughs> wow. This is going to be a good time for me to kind of get off on a ranch if I'm not careful. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, sure. Yes. No, because I would go to Taco Bell, you know, periodically um, and feel a little guilty for it. But, oh. but I could, well, just shamed because people would say, oh, you, you should be getting it somewhere else. But really, they were pretty tasty right. and, and pretty cheap. Now they've started putting that nacho chipotle cheese stuff on on everything, pretty much. Well, yeah. Well, that's my rant. I don't want that. And and they first they just put it on one or two things, and now it seems like the menu is pretty much all. Am I right or am I? No, I don't think you're wrong. Well, why now did they do that? I don't know. <laughs> who who, who does Randy okay? have to talk to? <laughs> yeah, that that actually upset me. Um, well, this might make this news story might make you happy. Ooh. Taco Bell is dropping <gasps> nine fan favorite items from its menu. Read on. Farewell, Cool Ranch Doritos Locos Taco. Won't miss it. Won't miss it. Bye. They are also saying goodbye to beefy mini quesadillas. Chipotle chicken loaded grillers. Yeah, now we're talking. Double decker taco, which I'm very upset about. Oh, now the double decker taco is actually okay. Yeah, I love that. Unless they end up putting that goo on it again. (laughs) (laughs) Cool Ranch Doritos, uh, Fiery Doritos Locos Taco, the Double Tostada, the Power Menu Burrito, and the Double XL Grilled Stuffed Burrito. Wow. Well, I've never ordered any of those things, so I'm fine. Really? Never? You um, never had a double decker double taco, decker, no. which was actually pretty tasty. Yeah, I love a good double decker taco. I always get a shredded chicken 
Yeah. Crispy taco. Okay. That's my order. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. it is actually. Their shredded chicken is better than their regular. Yeah. And they yeah. don't eat a lot of red meat, so. Well, but that was the nice thing about it. You could get simple things like a t- regular tostada. Uh -huh. You know, just, just simple things that, that were fine and economical. You walked away, you ate it, you felt like that. I pretty much got what I paid for. Yeah, it says it's uh, slimming down the menu um, and revamping the combo menu to okay. some of the old classics. They're uh, adding a number one, which is three crunchy taco supremes and a beverage. All right. Other combos include burrito supreme, another classic, crunch wrap supreme, Mexican pizza, and a breakfast crunch wrap. Uh, but all right. So is this all part of being the Yum Foods uh, in the Yum Foods? family. Maybe yeah. they heard some feedback from people that were like, <laughs> what's with all this weird Frankensteinian creations? Let's get back to the classics. Yeah. Boy, wouldn't that be a, a perfect world if that kind of thing actually <laughs> happened, Dave? I just want them to go back to their old design where everything inside the restaurant was brown and yellow. Oh, gosh. In like 70s. You're dating yourself. <laughs> oh, sorry. Look, I, I, I was born in the late 50s. So. Oh, okay, well. Look great. Um, Actually, I have a question uh -huh. as, as a television announcer from yeah. time to time. Is it Taco Bell or Taco Bell? Oh. Because I've heard them, on their commercials, I've heard it said both ways. And I think, well, how weird is that? Do they not know? <laughs> they must not know. <laughs> I don't think they know. Well, what, what would you say, Did Dave? Did you know that the creator of Taco Bell is named Glenn Bell? Bell. No. So is it like his last name or is yeah. it? Named after Definitely. the bell in the. Well, that's kind of how they've. Like what came first? It. You know, I think his last name came first. So it could be Taco Glenn. Maybe he's like, <laughs> could we name it Taco Glenn? He's like, well, what about your last name? I was like, well, I guess we could do that too. Yeah. It reminds me once while we were in Oklahoma or Texas or somewhere, we saw a Taco Mel's. And I always thought, oh. that just, that's kind of <laughs> Who's discordant. Mel? Well, how do you Mel. say, we say Taco John's, Taco Bell. Yeah. Right? But, but I, on some of their spots, they say no, Taco right. Bell with the accent on... I think that might be wrong. I think that might be... Well, the, how could a multi-gajillion dollar account... And these are national spots. I'm thinking... They're well, so then, human. Did they just change in the middle and no one I noticed? Think, yeah, I think I think people are just not watching the brand. Well, yeah, I think they're like... Uh, nobody's saying, oh, you said it wrong. Yeah. They're like too embarrassed to bring it up because it's been <laughs> right. so long. Yeah. Like maybe no one will notice and then here you are. Yeah. I am just PR a PR nightmare. I've, I've been lacking a good outlet, but now, now that I've got one, I'm going to town. Now I'm going to just say Taco, Taco Bell. Taco <laughs> Bell. Every time I say it. <laughs> Taco Bell. I, Welcome um, to I'm Taco Bell. I'm glad we had the opportunity to hash it out either oh, way. Oh, yeah, that's good. I mean, yeah. It is one of the healthier fast food chains. Like if you have to eat fast food, they say Taco Bell along with perhaps Chipotle is the way to go. Do they have the Fresco menu, Fresco menu still at Taco Bell? I don't know. Oh, they don't offer Fresco. I'm going to defer to yeah, Randy. Say, you scared me for a second. <laughs> we, we did once see a house, a, a small house built out of Fresco bottles, but and that was very cool. Oh, wow. Yeah, somewhere in Illinois. Uh, but, that a Rock Home Gardens. They still make Fresco? This was built when Fresco was made. It was actually reintroduced briefly around the turn of this last century. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to clarify those things nowadays. Um, but yeah, this house was built entirely out of Fresco bottles in the heyday, which would have been what, late 60s, early wow. 70s. I'm just Smart glad move. to hear about the healthy part. 
Yeah. I don't think I actually knew that, but maybe instinctually I was drawn to something about that. Right. That, that made me not feel quite so bloated or it's something. Not, it's not fried. It's not, you know, full of grease. It's it's lettuce, tomatoes. I mean, if you don't put all that. Some beans, maybe. That goo on it, beans. right? Then it's fine. The, the taco goo that Randy, <laughs> Randy, Randy does not yeah, but on the plus side, I'm really enjoying this. This uh, is great salsa. Yeah, yeah that salsa is excellent. I love it. Yeah, I like the hot too, and I'm not much into the super hot, but that's great. Yeah, just the right amount of spice. All right, guys, let's take a quick break. What do you say? Let's do we'll it. We'll be right back after this break. Hi, folks. It's me, Captain Lotus Pool, half horse, half human. And I'm here to tell you that the good old delicious goodness that you enjoyed in your first bite of Lotus Pool Records LLC is still in every album we sell, even 27 years after we started the dang label. Hell, we've only gotten more delicious now that we've got the whole Zoom catalog and artists like Heidi Lynn Gluck. And don't forget classics like panel donors Lobedom and Global. Right up there on the shelf next to Bully Pulpit's Pop Delight, Bylaws. Or oh, those Sun Eaters boys, sly little monsters. Their latest is blazing across the country on independent radio and even sits on the top 30 albums on the Relics Jam Band chart. Oh well, I guess I'm just here to say that we love you. And we'd love it if you could put us on your playlist, recommend us to your friends, and buy a little merch from the LotusPool.com store. Whatever you do, please take a listen to Lotus Pool new and old. The music is timeless, and we love having you a part of our little family. Night, y'all. All right, this is Town of the Taco, where we discuss the town that the tacos are in, Kansas City. Town of the Taco, Kansas City, you're the place I love. I have a cup here filled with Kansas City topics. I'm going to have you guys pull from the cup, and we'll discuss the topic. Okay. Who'd like to go first? I'll go first. <laughs> Don't be nervous. Okay, I'm a, little, I'm a little nervous. Oh, favorite interaction with the KC celebrity. Ooh. Well, I mean, so far this is going well. Can you be my favorite? <laughs> oh, me or Randy? <laughs> I mean, two for one? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is it, have you been I having think, a good I interaction? I think I fit in at .5 pretty well. <laughs> yeah, this is great. Are, are Eating there, tacos with us? Yeah. Highlight of the year, right here. I don't know if these are going to be Emmy award-winning tacos. I don't know this any. This episode is going to be a oh, podcast. for sure. Like a, whatever that award is. Yeah. yeah. Podcast Emmy. Um, I don't know. There, we have a lot of KC celebrities, but I, I haven't had the pleasure of... No interactions? Uh, no. I'm sorry. Just today. Just me and Randy. Just you guys. You guys are it. <laughs> yeah, I always used to tell people when they'd come up and say, oh, I love your show, and da-da-da-da-da, and I'm like, and they're like, and you're so, you know, it's great to meet a celebrity, and I'm like, Oh, if this is the best celebrity you're getting, I, I, I'm really sorry. I, I hope it'll be better. And you're like, no, don't knock yourself so much. But it, yeah. it, it does seem like when you're at the grocery store picking up cereal and someone thinks you're a celebrity, that uh, it, it's it's a that's very <laughs> there's a big gap in in your uh, psyche at that point because really well, I'm just trying to see where are the you know wheat checks. <laughs> <laughs> Working in TV for so long, who was the best interaction you had with? I guess a KC celebrity or celebrity. In you general? know, again, you you doing what I did, which wasn't just for visions. I, I worked on a lot of things. I've yeah. met 
you know, CEOs and Frank White and, you know, all these people who's now kind of a CEO of his own. But um, that's a tough one. Somebody that turned out to be really cool that you weren't expecting to be as down to earth, maybe? God, I gotta, I, you'd think I'd have a, a, a quick and, and pithy answer on that. Um, Did you ever meet Tom Hanks? No. Oh, I'm not disappointed or anything. That's fine. Um, no, I, I, I interviewed Val Kilmer once. Oh, that's cool. Whoa. Um, in New York, and I'll tell you, uh, he was not very uh, engaging. Was it after he played Jim Morrison? Because I feel like it after... Was, it, it was after Morrison, yeah. and not too many years, and I think he thinks thought he still was Jim Morrison. I feel like ever since he did that movie, he like th- thinks he's Jim Morrison. Like, even when he played Doc Holliday, he was like Jim Morrison as Doc Holliday. <laughs> yeah. And then he just went off the rails. Well, he kind of topped it, the whole thing that he had to actually delay the interview because he needed a, a sudden massage and had to bring, they brought in a masseuse with a portable table and he had his massage and then he was able to do the interview. I mean, I get that. <laughs> and, and I thought, I well, request maybe, the same I thing. thought maybe he'd be really revived and good, but instead he was more just like, yeah. Uh-huh. I can take a nap now. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, well. I know you do this for a living and it's boring, but come on, pretend you're an actor. Pretend for seven minutes that this is something to do. Did he seem really sleepy? He always seems very he sleepy. Seemed, he yeah. seemed very sleepy or narcotized was yeah. my other Ooh, theory. Oh, narcotized. <laughs> on the other hand, I had one with Jeff Goldblum right <gasps> after, and Jeff was delightful. Jeff there you Goldblum. Go. He was, he was so great. So cool. So neither of those are Kansas City celebrities, but uh, they both stuck in my psyche. Yeah, totally. Those are I, two I'm so, great uh, interactions. Uh, George Brett got gas next to me once at, uh, you know, at the quick trip but I, we didn't talk we had a glass of wine together <laughs> what? George Brett and I I mean really? we were in the same restaurant oh. and we were both drinking wine so he was just across he the was room. just yeah. across the yeah. way yeah kind of like my guess you know we, we were within <laughs> yeah I was at Capitol Grill with him one time right so you had dinner, dinner with him in, in another room yeah <laughs> right, so with my family and he counts. was at the bar yeah sure yeah <laughs> oh wow um, I, I, well, Calvin Trillin. Do you know who Calvin Trillin is? The, uh, the, he's food, well, he became famous as a food writer, really, um, and has written a lot of articles and, and continues to write poetry for the New Yorker. Uh, Kansas City based guy, and, or Kansas City, went to Southwest High, went to New York, and, and wrote wrote things and really made Bryant's famous. Uh, his writings wow. about Bryant's oh, yeah. were yeah. the things that's where that, I that, that really from, yeah. put Bryant's in the national spotlight in the 70s. It was in Playboy, right? It was in Playboy. Yeah. So he, yeah, he was one of those guys contributing to New Yorker and, and Playboy and all the magazines of the day and he's continued to write and he's delightful and he, he embodies all those good things about the Midwest that you like. To think that people can go achieve success and still when they meet you da, 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 and, right. and talk to you like a human being with enthusiasm yeah. and and the wit that you were expecting from them and they don't just need to tell you how great they are yeah <laughs> and it's like ah if everybody were like that what so a cool refreshing so Calvin, I, I think thankfully i came up with like calvin yeah Trump. that's awesome that's a good it's one a great one you want to pull a topic from the cup oh, sure. here KC Landmarks. Okay. KC Landmarks. You got a favorite KC Landmark? Hmm. KC Landmarks. That's a big one. Uh, That's well, a big I, one. you know, I used to work under the tower at yep. KCPT, but it's not KCPT's tower. 
Yeah, whose tower it's is actually that? Channel Five's. That was original. Oh no way! Channel. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. The Eiffel Tower, as they used to bill it, Eiffel when TV was a CBS. Yeah, yeah. And, and that still is theirs. They just microwave the signal over and and send it out. I always but thought that a, was KCPT's tower. Well, I know. Yeah. You, why wouldn't you? Yeah. you it's a, it's a, where the building was. So it literally has one of its legs inside the the station the way that tower was yeah. built uh, to wow. f- to fall inward because it's in a very dense urban area yeah. most towers if you think about it are you know single towers and or single spires and they're usually out away from from the activity but when they built it they went with this model that would not crush the neighbors, basically. So it's going to fall in the building? So if it falls, <laughs> it's built to actually, which is always, well, you know, you're kind of thinking to yourself, I would be taking one for the rest of the neighborhood should such a thing happen. Yeah. There's only That's like three of them in existence. Wow. So one in St. Joe, I think, still, and somewhere else. But I think it's quite a landmark because you could... I always thought to myself, the energy, if you think of people looking at something as conveying energy to right. it, yeah. you could see that thing from so far away. So I always figure, well, there's a bunch of people looking at that. Is it like a pyramid funneling energy down to me underneath it and growing my beard faster or something? <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not sure, so but cool. I will tell you, when we'd give tours to people at the station and you'd show them the studio and this and then they'd, you know, that's, you know, they'd, and then you take them to look under, stand under the tower and look up. That knocked him out yeah, every time. That's a great shot. I mean, that's a awesome. It was also a place where yeah. people jumped off from time to time. Really? Yeah, there were a couple. Oh. No way. A couple grim, grim fatalities. Oh, I didn't over think time, of that. Which you had to climb over barbed wire oh. and get up there to do. But wow. some people were determined enough to. And ugh. but anyway, yeah. as a landmark, I do. <laughs> that aside, I, it's, it's a landmark that I have at least you know had many years of uh, wow. of history Good with. One. How about you, Cynthia? Yeah. <laughs> well, following that, you know what building I really love is the historic Power and Light Building. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I love that in our skyline. It looks great. It's lit up. Uh, it's uh, you know for the Chiefs or whatever, and it's just inside is a. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's apartments now, right? Yeah. They're pretty nice. The upstairs, uh, well, the I, it's their community area. And that balcony outside is amazing views. You and, can get out on that? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. That's wonderful. Is it true that that was modeled, the, the Ghostbuster building was modeled after the top of the Power and Light building? Where we Dana can say yes. turns into <laughs> Why not? Beast? Yeah, yeah, let's start that rumor. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that I sounds always, right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what I always heard on the playground as a kid. Right. <laughs> well, it was built right there at the begin, right before the depression. So it's kind of that, kind of like the Midland Theater in that yeah. regard. Yes. Oh, that's there another. Things that could could have only been built right at that point because economy fell apart and nobody was building giant. Although Kansas City still got municipal auditorium and some other things going when the rest of the country was hardly building a thing. Right. But for the most part, you didn't invest huge in your structures after after those you know after twenty eight. I think when Power and Light and Midland were done. So timing's everything. It's got the coolest, the top. That's amazing. Yeah, very gothic, ornate. What's the story of the one side of the building not having windows? I always heard they were going to supposed to build a second building that matched it, but then they never did, right? Because depression. I've heard that too. 
And there's just a true parking or not, lot there. I, ghost, it's as true as Ghostbusters. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's good enough. Let's go with that. That's the story, guys. You heard it here first. All right, guys. What do you say we put these tacos to the test? Yes. It's let's- time. Let's do it. All right, our tacos are here. They look delicious. These look amazing. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Cynthia, you recommended we come to Los Alamos. Mm -hmm. When did you discover this place and and, uh, what do you uh, love about this place? So when I moved here, even though I grew up here, I never was downtown. And so I moved to the River Market and I had a lot of exploring to do to check out the neighborhoods and get a feel for the city um, when I was finishing up at UMKC. So I came over to the West Side neighborhood because actually of uh, the crepe place, Shale, and uh, was walking by and thought I'd just come in. Uh, I think they were closed or something. I came into Los Alamos and I said, oh, this is my spot. And I love this neighborhood. I love coming up here. You have a really diverse mix of, of places. It's beautiful. The homes are beautiful here. Um, this, neighborhood this neighborhood is so cool. It's um, so cool. Bluebird is right across the street. You ever uh-huh. go to Bluebird Bistro? Yes. Uh-huh. Randy, have you spent much time up here in the west side? Oh, yeah, and it's amazing. Its transformation just keeps uh, evolving. And, uh, you look around and, hey, that wasn't there the last time. Or, you right. know, or they've really worked on this or that. So, yeah, yeah you, you were drawn to yeah. that kind of thing, I bet. Yeah, the architecture is beautiful. And then you just come here and the food is so great. And they're so friendly and hospitable. And it's just simple food done well. So I think that's why everybody comes back. I was kind of thrown for a loop because they painted over that mural yes. on the side of the building that I love, that I always, you know, recognize. We're all very mad about that. Now it's kind of just a plain wall. Yeah. So there really isn't a sign right now that says Los no. Alamos Market, but there used to be that huge, cool mural on the yes, side. Yes, that made it. So, yeah, when you when you drive up, there's there's large windows, and you can kind of see the pinatas that are hanging from the ceiling currently, which is really fun. And it's right next to Westside Local, so yeah. right on the corner. My favorite part of the street is the the bridge that goes across that, where yes. you can get that coolest view of Kansas City, especially at night. Yes. All right. So, what did everybody order? I got the uh, spicy chicken and and chipotle and the mild version. And you got corn tortillas. Corn tortillas. I went with the advice of the counter guy to get flour tortillas with the spicy chicken uh-huh. and the pork carnitas. And I got a combo plate while I was at it. I hope sure. that's not spoiling it to add other things to my. No, no, my that's plate. all right. That's all right. I, you know, it just well-rounded well, review. It just sounded like <laughs> what the heck? Yeah, pile it on. So yeah, I gotta I gotta assemble mine. Give me a moment. Yeah, you've got the flour. I got the barbacoa and the carnitas. And I did get cheese and uh, I got some cilantro on mine. Um, there's a lot of cheese on mine. There, there is got, a lot. They're generous. And this is like cheddar, or it yeah. looks cheddar, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the yeah. owner just said he's gonna bring us yeah. some real tacos because he took tacos. a look at what we ordered and he's like, "You guys want? I don't. You, I want to give you tacos guys tacos authenticos." Yeah. He's about Which to bring anything that up. here I feel is, but yeah. we're gonna we're gonna listen to the captain over there. Well, you mentioned cilantro, Dave, and cilantro's rather a polarizing. Uh, it is. Unfortunately, topic. it is. It is. Randy, are you a pro cilantro or no cilantro? I'm I'm a pro in moderation. Okay. I think there's that point where it does become soap. Tasting. Oh, you you taste oh, the soap. Oh, you have that gene, huh? That affliction. You're one of the soap people. Uh, but not just a, oh, a, a, I know people who one bite and they oh. flee. Yeah. I just say that at a certain point. 
you, you can overdo it and then it does taste soapy. So my gene right. apparently is is mildly affecting me. Oh dear. <laughs> Cynthia, you uh, you are not a soap person, right? No, no. Okay. I mean, not when it comes to cilantro. I <laughs> I'm otherwise um, pro soap, but oh, no. you you use soap? I do okay. use soap. Right. Um, cilantro scented okay. soap if I can. <laughs> no, I love it. The more the better. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. These are pretty that. large shells. Yeah, this corn tortilla is perfect. It's not falling apart, which is a sign of a good tortilla. They're very fresh, too. Very fresh, very light, yet durable. Exactly what you want. Uh -huh. So far, Randy, uh, what, what do you think of your uh, spicy chicken? It's good. Spicy fits nicely into my flour uh, tortilla. Seems, yeah. seems to be just exactly what I thought it was going to be. Um, not, it, It's a little smoky. And I could see that smoke being dialed back just a hair and some other flavor stepping up to take its place. Okay. But, yeah. but not, it's not like a problem. In fact, I bet I will eat it and, and keep going. There you go. Yeah, it's uh, this Chipotle chicken. They said spicy. It's just the I'm, I can't handle spice. I, I really hate that about myself is that I can't because I love it. But this is just the perfect amount. Yep. And... Um, has good flavor to it. And you're right, a little bit smoky. Mm -hmm. um, makes it a little unique. Yeah, I like the smoke, but I almost wish some other flavor would, would jump in to just top it off. Right. And then, then it would be awesome. It's like it has a tomato base and it's like, it's shredded chicken. Uh, so you have that good texture yeah. there. Yeah, I think the shredded chicken is the way to go on these kinds of things because the Here? flavors really get mixed in pretty well. Here or at Taco Bell. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Much better here, though. Yeah, this carnitas is great. And the tortilla is really, really good. Really good. And it's, they stuff it pretty full, but it's not too much. Well, yours is pre-stuffed, so I'm, I could overstuff mine. Watch me. You can hold it with one hand, Mike and the other, no problem. What are some of your other favorite taco places in Kansas City that you visit frequently? Oh, I love El Pueblito on Southwest Boulevard. It's one of my favorites. Um, they also have great chips and salsa. Great tacos. Great taco happy hour if you're down there. It's a late night taco spot yeah, too, right? Yeah, it's open so late. I, I thought it was like till 6 a.m. or something crazy. No way. Yeah, don't, we'll fact check that. <laughs> Sounds like a dream. 3 or 6 a.m., I know. You could be eating tacos till 6 a.m.? I know. Pretty wow. legit. And their margaritas are great. Um, I really love mole. So anywhere that serves great mole is, uh, I'm a fan of. El Patron has great mole. Yeah, anywhere down on Southwest Boulevard. I'm always game for trying trying new places and new spots. And uh, tacos auténticos are uh, usually my go-to. Randy, do you have a place? You know, I don't go seek out tacos. I I'm feeling like fish out of water here. I shouldn't, uh, maybe I shouldn't even be well, holding down this seat. I think the answer should be Los Alamos Market. <laughs> good good From idea. From now on. Yeah, I can, I can definitely turn to that. <laughs> Uh, margaritas on occasion. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about a place that I discovered while working on a show, though, and and I haven't been back, but I had a great visit there. Oh, here's the here's the uh, owner's choice. Oh yeah, we just got Thank the you, Authentico tacos. <laughs> These look great. I was working on a show idea about what cops eat, how police working out in. You know, they're on their shifts. They, I think, the sort of common 
vision is that cops do find some pretty good places to eat because that's what they're they're out doing. That's an awesome idea for a show. I, well, I think so too. Um, we were we picked some spots, and I went with uh, uh, Matt Thomasick, who is our, our host and a former Kansas City cop. And one of the places they chose was Silva's Taqueria out on, is it 23rd Street? Or no, 18th. 18th in Cleveland. The restaurant had burned down about a year and a half or two years ago. But she had a, a truck and she brought her truck out to where the restaurant used to be. And he said, this, all cops know that this is the best tacos, and particularly fish tacos. And... They were they were really great, and while we were there, honest to God, and he swore he didn't put it. We saw at least six different police cars, vans, whatever, drive up and and get get food from from that little truck. That's awesome. Uh, and it's not. Go. He said they're they're coming from other parts of town. Wow. You know, he would recognize them and go, "Hey, Bill," and it's like his his district is over there, but they all know this place. So Silva's Taqueria. I've heard that a couple times on the show. Yeah. Well, Silva's makes tortilla chips, so yeah. I was right. confused That's with true. that. But it's not it's not the same. And um, she she decided she wanted to stay in that neighborhood. So even though her restaurant had burned down, she had a truck and then. It was just doing more business out of the truck than he said the restaurant was probably doing. Is that a place you'd probably go again? I would. You heard it here today, people. Randy does, in fact, have a place he would go to again. <laughs> well, but I haven't been, and that was a year and some ago that we did it. So apparently, I haven't. It hasn't pushed me quite to 18th in Cleveland. Right. But I recommend it to people, you know, awesome. with you know, with the, no hesitation. So, have you had one of the authentic tacos? That we just got. Oh, yeah. These are the tiny, tiny yes. tortillas. They're tiny. They're fun size. Yeah, fun size. Say. That's yeah. They're double layered, cilantro, <laughs> onion, and that's it. Simple. So and why the would they be authentic versus what we just were eating? Authentic tacos don't have cheese. Right. So you, you're already there. You're already there. Yeah, you didn't have any cheese. Yeah. Say, I'm- so it's just onion, just cilantro, and the meat? Yeah, that's it. That's all you need. So barbacoa or is that- I think that is the barbacoa and the... I think that's spicy, yeah. That's spicy. I'm going to try one of these Authentico. Yeah, I, I should be doing that, shouldn't I? They're, they're just as great as the others, honestly. They're fantastic. I like I like how tiny they are. <laughs> how tiny they are. I think fun size is, fun the, size. is the word of the day. Yeah. I'm a fan of the fun size as well. Yeah. Here we go. I could take a lot of these home. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, very good. They do a good job here. And the owner is working with his son, and they're running all over, taking care of all the customers, and they're pretty cute to watch together. Can tell they care about what they do. Well, and they seem very efficient. I mean, it's moving along. They're right. serving people. No lines. I, I'm not getting the sense of, of uh, hubbub. You know, some places <laughs> there's a there's a kind of mayhem almost uh, hovering at every corner. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There was a bit of a line a little bit ago, but it got through super fast. Super so. fast. Yeah, and there's no waiters or waitresses. You know, you go up, you order, they give you the food. They might bring it to you, but self-serve, most all happened, part. All happened pretty effortlessly. Yeah, it was great. I, I, I've got a dumb guy question. Uh, most all of mine have been <laughs> dumb guy questions, so why should I call this one out? Well, street tacos have become the term. Uh-huh. Honestly, does that really mean anything in particular? The history of the street taco, maybe? You want to know? I want to know why a taco is a street taco and not... Do you know the history of the street tacos? I don't know. I'm just going to tell you what I do know, and I'm not going to say it's <laughs> the history of <laughs> well, this go. in particular, but here we go. So tacos 
uh, used to be called tacos de mineros because the taco was the word that the miners, it was the word for the paper that the miners would wrap around like the dynamite. And so when the tacos first started coming over, there was like tacos de mineros, right? And they were sold out on the street because it was like, you know, street food. It wasn't what the people were eating, especially early America. Right. Um, and there was these famously, these women called the Chili Queens. You know this? And they would come over and, you know, people could flirt with the Chili Queens, whatever. And uh, they would sell, they would sell their street tacos. And uh, they probably were a lot like what we're eating today. And uh, that's, that's what I know. So I think that's, <laughs> I think that's maybe... Where it came from? Yeah, that sounds original. more like just a, a description of the setting rather than how the food is any different than what is being served inside. No, I don't think now at all. I think it's the simplicity behind it. So if you're on the street, if you're in a food truck, right. you're not having a lot of ingredients. You're not, you're not a mar- you know, you're not putting a bunch of cheese on it and nacho goo it's not and that Taco Bell super menu. With yeah, them. there's no Crunchwrap Supremes on the street. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Thank right? you. Thank you, Cynthia. That was good. <laughs> Have you ever met someone that's a crunch wrap supreme in the streets and a cheesy gordita crunch in the sheets? <laughs> Is there one at this table? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was just asking. Uh, <laughs> I think we're all shaking our heads on that. No, no. <laughs> Thank you for that taco history. I that, hope was, it's accurate. that was great. <laughs> all right, guys. So here on the show, we give a review of one to five golden tacos, five being the best. We're almost done with our tacos here so yeah. far. Um, what did you, what do you give the tacos here at Los Alamos market? I'm going to give them a solid 4.3 golden tacos. That's a good one. Uh-huh. I didn't know we could go decimals. You can go decimals. Wow. Okay. I'm going four. Okay. Straight at four. Do you want to know why? Uh-huh. Yes, please. Because I think they're they're really wonderfully seasoned overall and very tasty. My pork canitas have a lot of fat in them. Mm. I'm running into more fat than okay. I, I, I think. That's fair. I mean, there's always going to be a little bit just because yeah. pork is by its nature, but I hit, hit a couple stretches, so I have to kind of knock them down. But taste-wise, presentation-wise, excellent. Is the salsa factored into that? Well, salsa was, <laughs> salsa is like salsa is a five. five. Easy. Yeah. The salsa is superb. Yeah. I'll come here just for that, too. And the chips. Yeah, and the chips. Chips and salsa. So. Yeah. I should be considering the whole, okay, I'll decimal up a little bit. 4-4. Four, four. Oh. 4.4? Four, four. I, I just couldn't take 4-3. You already did. 4-4. <laughs> four, four. Even better. Well, because well, the, the salsa, which when I go to a place, I may end up eating more just chips and salsa than actual part of why, right. again, when you ask of my taco favorites, I <clears throat> I just don't seek them out per se. But if I'm sitting at a place with good chips and salsa and have a taco Oh, sure. To boot, and you can have these mini guys with chips and salsa and just be set. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. Yeah, and I've got to try one of those. You do. Yeah, those Randy, definitely try one of those. those now, can I ask you, because I'm a fan of your quesadilla thoughts. You guys fans of quesadillas? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah? Yeah. I love a good quesadilla. Yeah. That's a little bit of a... Uh, Tacos are better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's something um, comfort food about a, a, a quesadilla. Yeah. And not that my mother ever made me one when I was <laughs> sick, but it just it just seems like a simple thing that would nothing, maybe you're not feeling so good and you, do, you don't want anything complex. Right. And it kind of answers some of the needs for sustenance with a little bit of, a little bit of zip. But it's not too taxing on your system. Old guys think like this more. It's like a nice blanket, you know? Nice warm blanket. It is like a nice warm blanket. And you know where it has great quesadillas where you wouldn't think? Where? Harry's Country Club. 
Really? Cool. They have amazing quesadillas. I've heard their tacos aren't bad either. Their tacos, they actually have one with mole as well. It's amazing. Really? Yeah. So add that to the list. So we should do them on the show. Yes, absolutely. What makes a Harry's quesadilla so good? You know, it's like when you slice into a pie and you have that, those great layers, you know, on the yeah. tool. What is that called? I'm forgetting my vocabulary. Uh, pie slicer? <laughs> sure, sure. Um, so uh, the quesadilla is like that. It's just thick enough. The shredded chicken is in there. They put peppers and onions in there. Um, it's just their, their sauce that they use is great. Big fan. I think I'm going to go... Um I'm going to go 4.2 out of 5 golden tacos. Oh, okay. What's what's your reasoning? Delicious tacos. Overall, great chips and salsa. Uh-huh. I love the the mini tacos, the fun-sized tacos. The tortilla is delicious. I just want a little bit more of a zing in the meat. That's right. all. That's fair. That's fair. I just had my first bite of the authentic barbacoa spicy. It's good. Yeah. I feel good about my overall evaluation. Good. Because <laughs> I could have taken a 4-2. Sure, sure. But I think now with that, I'm back. I'm, I'm comfortable with my 4-4. Four, four. Okay. Yeah, no. Solid place. And I'm going to say the horchata here is the best I've had. Really? So maybe that bumps it up to a 4.37. Okay. okay. That's that's a good score. And how's your melon drink that it's, you've been having? Yeah, this orange. Looks like Fanta orange. Um, but it's pure melon. Kind of tastes like cantaloupe juice. Ooh, nice. Which I never would think I would want in my life, but (laughs) I do now. It's really refreshing. Well, guys, we've reached the part of the show called Bad Reviews, Red, and a Funny Voice. All right. Are you guys ready to read these? Definitely. Bad Reviews on Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. All right, Cynthia. (laughs) Who do you have there? I have Dan D. What does Dan D say? Dan D is from England. Okay. Sorry, I just wasn't impressed at all with my recent visit. 10 people for a Sunday brunch, 52 minutes for the food to come out. I honestly wouldn't have had a problem with the wait if they had said that it was going to be a while to get the food out. The problem started when I started to notice that tables around us were getting served before us. Mind you, these people came in after us. The staff wasn't as friendly as I remembered. I ordered three breakfast tacos with chorizo, egg, rice and beans. One taco was made properly. The other two were missing rice and beans. I don't know how you make one right and the other two wrong. The taste of the food was decent but not spectacular and there wasn't even an acknowledgement from the owner that the food took forever to get out. I wasn't looking for much but maybe, sorry it took a bit to get out. I would have been fine with that. I will not be returning to stars. Oh, wow. <laughs> he was just a snooty British guy. Snooty British guy. Uh, 50, this, 52 minutes? Our food came out crazy. in three minutes. Right. So. I don't know if, if uh, math is right there. Yeah. Ugh. And and he said the people weren't friendly. They've been nothing but kind. Yeah. They must have saw that he was a snooty British guy. Right. Don't agree with you, Dan, wherever you are. Yeah, Dan. Come back and give it another go. Okay. Jerry, huh? Uh, Who do you got there? Jerry. Jerry? Okay, what's what's, uh, Jerry have to say? Well, I think Jerry's kind of a... A trucker? (laughs) Guy who's been around. Farmer, okay. Yeah. I'm sure it's food, but... Really, the best thing about the place was the little cactus glasses the margaritas arrived in. Corn tortillas are important in Mexican food. This place has horrible corn tortillas. The chips are rotund and thick. 
the tacos and faudas were very difficult to chew. Wished they were fresh, but I'm sure that corn was grown back in the 1800s. Refried beans were actually just salt in disguise. Guacamole, why does this taste store-bought? There were little, real little, chunks of avocado in there, but it congealed into a preservative-laden goo anyway. Margaritas weren't bad, but when you compare that to all the food you kind of get on a roll, dissing everything. They let someone in wearing bib overalls with no shirt. Three stars. <laughs> that seems generous from what he said. I, I, I see contradiction in Jerry's world. I did not note see anybody with bib overalls and no shirt today. No. And where are the margaritas? They got margaritas here? Maybe he ate somewhere else. <laughs> Maybe he was confused, yeah. He was confused. I just read them, folks. I don't... You picked the one that said goo in it, and you've been right. saying goo. Yeah. Uh, perhaps my inner Jerry <laughs> drew me there. inner Jerry. Uh, oh, wow. Now okay. I want to see if they let somebody in with bib overalls and no shirt while we're here. Well, so far, I don't think they have, but you know, kind of from where we are, I have not... You know, that'd be my complaint, is over here, you don't quite get the full... Right. Uh, we we yeah. got a nice mural above us. We, we got some pinatas, yeah. yeah. But but you can kind of get over here on the corner next to the tortilla stack. Oh, we're right next to the tortillas. We yeah. are, which is a great... You, and the bags of home. chips. <laughs> they kind of look like, you know... And we're looking right into the kitchen, gifts. which is my favorite yeah. thing to do, is watch them work. But I, I would say all this because the rest of the room is actually, I think, very convivial. I mean, you and of course, you probably chose this to maybe podcast from without distraction. Sure. But, but out there, it's, it's with the, the brightness especially, it's it's a very easygoing, hey, so-and-so's here, hi, how are you yeah. doing kind of place. Yeah, it looks like, Cynthia, you're saying these are all brand new windows, right? Is this all new? Yeah, it looks like it yeah. because I don't remember it ever being this open yeah. before. And it is a market as well. So, I mean, it just has that familiar vibe. Owner was telling me when they opened, it was just a market. And then it's turned into more of this. So they've added more seating. and As they should. Yep. Well, I highly recommend it. I yeah. think people should definitely get up here and check it out. I mean, they're open for breakfast. They're only open from, from 6 a.m., Till around, he said around five-ish every day. They're not open at night. Around five-ish. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. It's a good little Saturday or Sunday little spot. Totally, Come yeah. get some tacos, enjoy the West Side neighborhood, support yep. local business. For sure. All right, guys. Uh, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. We interrupt this podcast for a BCC news break. Question for you. Do you like stories of high strangeness? Deep dives into the paranormal? Tales of the unexplained? Chats about Bigfoot, ghosts, UFOs, mysterious monsters, and creepy cryptids. Then you should be listening to the Bigfoot Collectors Club podcast, hosted by Michael McMillan and Bryce Johnson. Every week, Michael and Bryce, along with producer Riley Bray, welcome a celebrity guest, and together they delve into discussions of the unknown, hauntings, alien abductions, Sasquatch portals, lizard men, skinwalkers, and Dover demons. Oh my. An attempt to uncover the secret to the universe's greatest unsolved phenomenon. Will their celebrity guests think it's a load of bollocks, or will they believe it? You'll have to listen to find out. Only on Bigfoot Collectors Club, or BCC if you prefer. Look for it wherever you find your podcasts. BCC encourages its listeners to go get regressed. You never know what alien encounters lurk in your past. This has been a BCC news break. Now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. All right, it's time for the in-depth 
taco questionnaire here on taco topics and now it's time to get serious it's time for taco topics guys this is where i get your in-depth taco feelings okay let's uh dive deep don't sugarcoat it for our audience i want to know the real deal okay okay you guys ready ready yes i mean was there any other answer to that (laughs) we have to be (laughs) we have to be all right Question number one, what's the one thing you look for in a taco? Flavor. Has to have that zing. I'd say the the, the sense that it, all the ingredients were supposed to be there. Sometimes it's like, what's what were they thinking? So what? if everything is harmonious, it can be off in any number of different directions, but it has to play together, be simple, and you just you just enjoy it and move on. Yeah, why is there a crouton in this? You know? Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's if you're at Guy Fieri's. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I wanted it, it is it is a simple food, and the you know stacking on of things does not appeal to me. Right. And goo. And goo. Yeah, goo. Nacho goo. Yeah, sorry. Goo away. Goo away, goo. <laughs> well put. Do you prefer hard shell or soft shell tacos? I'm going with soft shells today, and I think overall I do, but when the right hard shell happens... Oh, it's magic. There's actually, yeah, there is. There's sort of, but too often they don't. They're either too crunchy, they're a little... Too greasy. rubbery or something. I don't know, not rubbery. Right. Yeah, you don't want that rubbery shell. I know the rubbery ones, yeah. Yeah, and that's just weird. So the soft is a conveyance device that I like. Right, yeah, corn all the way, but on the occasion, I'll do those gringo tacos. Those fried crispy tacos are okay. Well, as a Taco John's... uh, Right, I got to support Taco John's. (laughs) That's a great crunchy taco. It is. Taco John's crunchy taco taco hot or mild salsa mild i can't i can't with the hot is this hot too hot for you no actually that was fine everything has been just right for me the hot's fine okay although i just didn't enjoy the flavor of this hot sauce as much as some i again the the verde is superb Mm -hmm. yeah great salsas here if you're not eating tacos what's the one thing you're eating what do you eat as much as i eat tacos Cynthia, you eat a lot of tacos, so... I do. Um, if I'm not eating tacos, I'm probably eating sushi. Okay. That's my n- What's your top two. sushi spot in town? Bob Wasabi on 39th. It's fantastic. Yeah. He's, he's my guy. Bob's amazing. Oh, wow. I'd, I'd have to... I'd have to th- find something that I eat more of than anything else, and I don't... Pork tenderloins? Nope, not a pork tender guy. Pizza? That was the you picked the one I'm uh, really isn't on my list at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, good job, Dave. And in a world Sal's, of possibilities, you Salisbury present steak. has a pork tenderloin. <laughs> Salisbury man, steak, Philly cheese sticks. Nope, not nope. none of those. None of those, especially <laughs> wings. Nope. Don't oh look, wow, God, we're okay, really. This is great. I, does all he the eat things anything? Randy doesn't really. <laughs> after saying how much he pretty much eats everything, so um, uh, just a nice hot dog. Uh, I'll eat a hot dog. Actually, um, uh, uh, I'm going to answer this for you. Black coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's one thing I remember about our Hagerstown yeah. and uh, Manchester trips. Got to have that black well, it's coffee. funny because on the road, every everybody, my two companions, would always be clamoring to stop. And because I drink a lot of coffee, other than maybe the... Uh, rest stop that would be needed you don't get so hungry and so I would go and go and go and their joke was well Randy doesn't eat he had a tic-tac this morning (laughs) so you know it doesn't I've gotten off food for a while because of thanks to coffee yeah and and it would make them very (laughs) unhappy 
because they wanted to eat. Right. And so we did have a few a few uprisings about that. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I I like Middle Eastern. I, I definitely like there you go. gyros and, uh, and shawarma. From, falafel. And falafels. Oh, falafels, right? Yeah, I, I, lately that's, that's been, a good answer. been one of my, my kind of go-to easy things to grab. And, and there's street food in their own sort of way. Right, absolutely. What's the best shawarma place in town? Well, my new favorite is, is a place uh, at 83rd and uh, Metcalf called... Um, Sinbad's Grill. Okay. Oh, okay, I've heard of this. Which just popped up in a little strip mall that's had everything die forever and ever. And I don't hold out great hopes for them, but they make a really good shawarma and their falafels are awesome. Noted. Yeah, cool. Sinbad's. I don't think I've ever had shawarma, so I need oh, to check it Oh, you never had shawarma? Yeah, it's, it's good. Just so eating tacos shawarma. too much. I need to branch out. <laughs> yeah. Shawarma tacos. There you go. Mix it up. Yep. Does anybody have that? Fusion. Right, now they it. do. Now they do. Um, in your opinion, is Kansas City a good taco town? I think it's a great taco town. I really do. I mean, it's when people think of taco towns, they're going to say Austin. And they're going to be like, oh, Los Angeles. But we have a lot of great people here that are still passionate about, about making good food. And we have a whole, a whole boulevard dedicated to it. So I'd say you're not going to go hungry. If you're hungry for a taco. Well, it's supporting a great podcast. How could there not be? Right. right. It, it, it goes ipso facto. Uh-huh. <laughs> Absolutely. You got a lot of taco content so I've far. I've got a lot of ep- episodes to go. A lot, mm-hmm. lot more places to hit before we're done on this this journey. Right. This taco journey. <laughs> Have you? What are some other good taco towns you visited that you had really great tacos in? I would say besides San Diego, Austin. I had a lot of great tacos in Austin. Yeah, that's a good that's a good taco town. Hagerstown? Hagerstown. It's a tortuga. <laughs> Those fish tacos you had that night yeah. were great. I, I um I don't really know. I just I trust Cynthia's judgment, although I know Austin claims a lot of stuff. I'm getting a little tired of Austin taking so much so much credit for everything, even though it is a cool place. Music, enough, food, enough, yeah, enough, we're the know. best. I, yeah, yeah, have yeah. you ever been there in like July? It's a terrible place to be. So it's, hot. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. I was hot. there in December and it was so cold. Well, it was cold? It was weirdly cold. Okay, well, Whoa. take that, Austin. Yeah, yeah. not <laughs> great weather review for you, Austin, in December. Yeah. Do you know Taco Towns, Dave? Because you may be thinking of uh, distribution wider for you. Well, yeah, we've hit. Uh, I need to get down to Austin, but uh, we've we've gone to Chicago. Oh, uh, yeah. We did uh, an LA episode. We did yeah, Nashville. Nashville. Nashville has some great tacos. Um, but yeah, we need to hit some more. We need to go down to Austin and do an episode there. You do, and and see if their tacos yeah. are really that good. You need yeah. to put them to the test. Yeah, Proof of totally. performance. Totally. Put it out there. Yeah. Have you ever had a time in your life when you've had to turn down tacos? Oh, gosh. No. Why would I ever? No. I will always say yes. Me too. To a taco. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what reasons there would be. Um, well, yeah. Randy, you were saying you'll, if it's in front of you, yeah. you will eat yeah. it. Yeah. People will give me a plate and it didn't appear to be moving or doing anything that it really shouldn't. I'd, I'd say sure. <laughs> if I see Randy on the street, I'm just put a taco in front of him. <laughs> a taco in, in my lap. You, hear, you heard it here first, people. If you see Randy Mason, hand him whatever food you have <laughs> and he'll eat will it. Eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I'm pretty much willing to, to give everything a shot. So Even, uh, what about exotic tacos like Lengua or... 
you know. Tree bay. What is that? Tongue. What is a lady? Beef, beef tongue. Beef tongue. There's, you know, there's dressed in taco yeah. guys. I, I think most things, when you put them into that form, okay. would, would be fine. Okay. I, I don't know that I'd order a big plate of them myself, but I'd certainly give them a try. That's a good spirit. I mean, I would eat, uh, I remember eating the angry beef in Cedar Rapids, Iowa at an uh, uh, Asian place. Oh, what's that? That was just some incredibly spicy beef that if you managed to eat the whole plate, they gave you, you know, 50% off all your meals. And they gave you a card. Oh, wow. Put your picture on the wall. And, wow. Oh. So I ate the angry your beef. Your picture's on the wall. Yeah, my, <laughs> there's a Polaroid of me in Cedar Rapids if, oh the, my if the place is still there. Did you guys ever hit... Um the Big Texan place? On we, we were in journey. Amarillo. Amarillo. And, uh, I've been there. Have you? The Big Texan? Yes. Did you do the challenge? I was there in the morning, but they brought it out on the plane mm. and put it right in front of me. It was massive. Well, they yeah. say most of the people that have eaten it yeah. are women. women. Yep. Yes, the yep. reigning champion. She's like yep. tinier than I am yeah. and like 100 pounds. And she, I think when I was there like three years ago, she was working her way up to eat three in one sitting. Jeez. Three and there's oh, seventy two no. ounces. Really? So you have to finish the steak and a potato, and, right? And the potato, and there's like another side and like your beverage. <laughs> and she was gonna do that three times. Wow. Do you have any taco no nos or taco phobias? Hmm. Something you will not eat on a taco, or if you see it on a taco, you're not interested. Gosh, no. I mean, not yet. I've not come across anything scary, luckily, in a taco. Um, no, so I'm I'm game. Have I mentioned goo? Yeah. Oh gosh, the goo. <laughs> Nacho goo. <laughs> You're out. Sometimes you can't tell it's there till you get in. So you know <laughs> there is that that kind of difficulty. I, but I would even try. You know, you we're we're getting into like eating crickets now because of you yeah. know where the world's going. Yeah. I would I would even try that a little chipotle cricket. I had some ant tacos at KC Taco Fest. Whoa! And how? How were what kind of ants? I didn't like know big? I was eating ants. <laughs> oh, you didn't. I thought it was refried uh, little black beans. Oh, I thought it was little black beans. But they the, were crunchy. Very crunchy and fuzzy. Ooh, fuzzy! So, I wouldn't like. Oh, fuzzy! So I hear the crickets are even crunchier and fuzzier. So uh, I would maybe rec- get the crickets waxed before. Yeah, I think I'd, <laughs> I'd eat maybe chocolate covered crickets. Yeah, Ooh, I was yeah. Say, the, the sweets is mole. how I'm used to them being. Crickets with mole. Yeah. There we go. Well, let's let's do that. Okay, this is the speed round. Oh yes. You guys, okay. ready for this? Uh huh. Uh, these are just yay or nay questions. I just want to know yay or nay on these. These are different taco types. Okay. Three, two, one. Taco pizza. No. no. Nay. Taco salad. Nay. Maybe. Taco burgers. Nay. Yes, because it's, it harkens to my youth. You eat a lot of taco burgers as a child? Uh, a few. Uh, remember, I grew up in Southeast Kansas where the what? whole idea of, of Mexican food was still kind of... Was what kind town, of a, what's your hometown? Iola, Kansas. Okay. Yeah. Did you have a Taco Tico in Iola? They had a Taco Tico. I hope, we, I hope Taco Tico came up somewhere <laughs> in this conversation. It, all, yeah. it, it always does, seems like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, before Taco John's, there was Taco Tico. Yep. I want to say. Did you have a Taco Hut? No. Just a taco no. tico? No, but, and, but Iowa didn't even have the first, or did, I ate Mexican food first in Humboldt, which okay. is da- nine miles down the road, which had Mexican restaurant. Um, and so from there, graduated to the taco tico and the occasional taco burger. And taco honestly, burger. I have fond memories of it, though I haven't <laughs> eaten one for a long time. Uh, taco dogs. Nay. Ugh. 
Dogs dressed as tacos. Yay. Do <laughs> <laughs> you have a feeling about that, Randy? Uh, Yay or nay? Do I have a feeling about it? Dogs dressed as tacos? Are you a supporter? I, I don't see why you would. Okay. Not uh, do it. Breakfast tacos. <laughs> breakfast tacos. Uh, nay. I like breakfast tacos. On, on the right morning, yeah. That, especially if it's not too early. Taquitos. Yay. Yeah. Flautas. Flautas. What's the difference? There's not. Taquitos are like American version of flautas. So they're it's fried. The same thing. They're, yeah. And the there's same. really no difference. No. Okay. Oh. So yeah, I learned something today. Uh, walking tacos. Huh? <laughs> walking tacos. Like eating it while you're walking? No. There are things called walking tacos that you take a bag of Doritos or a bag of oh. Fritos and then you fill it with taco ingredients like beef, uh, cheese, uh, tomato, lettuce, and then you mix it all up and you walk and you eat it. Nay. Was that it's not for me to do that I'm answering or just the, for no. the concept of someone the concept. doing it? Yes. You think that sounds good? <laughs> no, but I think the concept <laughs> of someone else doing it is okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like, really a taco. It's more refined now. I, I can't do that. Okay. Well, she, she's just drawing the line. Uh-uh. No. Miniature tiny tacos. Yay. Choco tacos. Hell yay. I, I've seen them on menus. I have never had one. Mm, Gotta try you're missing one. out. You're missing out. Because you ate them in the freezer. Of yeah, your... Taco John. <laughs> I like that vision right there. <laughs> Tacos with a shell made out of a fried chicken breast, a Nay. naked oh, chicken chalupa. No, no, no. No, no. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried egg <gasps> from Taco Bell. Get out of here. No. A breakfast taco. No. no. Nacho fries. Yay. Acceptable. They're good. Have you had them? Um, no. They're but very good. But I, I, I hear her enthusiasm. When you go to, to try the new menu without the goo, say, hey, you know what? I'm going to do a side of nacho fries. So what do they come? What they're coming like a fry uh, container and a side of nacho cheese, but they're seasoned. They're seasoned well. Okay, that's all I'll say. I won't ruin it. Uh, I I I see some (laughs) in my future. Yes. What is your most unpopular or controversial taco opinion? Oh, I'm. This is a great question (laughs) because my close friends know this. I have a lot of opinions on tacos, but. I, I really dislike Guy Fieri and his whole concept of tacos. Not a fan. What is his concept? There's not one. It's just there's croutons in his tacos. So <laughs> I don't know what he does. And, uh, and I don't, I'm not a fan of Port Fonda. Okay. And a lot of people love it. And I don't think... Do you I, know that either they're tacos? You don't like their taco? I don't like their tacos, their chips. No, thank you. Their chips are a little no, hard. No, gracias. Yes. They're very hard. Yeah. Their salsa is not that great. Their salsa doesn't, it doesn't scoop well. It doesn't scoop well. Um, I had to go there for a birthday reluctantly last week, mm. and I was very upset about you it. You should have just stood outside the door and <laughs> I said, should've. I'm not going in. I know, I'm not going <laughs> in. I just, I think it's overpriced for what it is, and it's an unpopular opinion, but there you have it. Well, somehow we haven't talked about lettuce. Okay, let's do Oh, let's, I went straight to places. Let's do it. Let's do it. Because uh, what's your lettuce opinion? I'm, I'm not much of a lettuce fan because it, it quickly becomes melted and weird. You're talking iceberg? Um, or any kind? Well, I, cabbage works better for me. 
Oh, yeah. I'm kind of like cabbage on them because the crunch is retained. That's, a lot of lettuce just starts wilting down and, and you, you end up with a bite where you're like, yeah. whoa, what did I just encounter? Especially in the sun. Like if you're Ooh. eating a taco out in the sun with lettuce on sure. it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. The yeah. outdoor outdoor danger is is high, and yet I've eaten tacos with lettuce, and I will eat yeah, more of them. I'm sure. I will too. I, I'm a fan. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Okay. I'll do it. Yeah, I could. Or do spinach. It. Yeah. I threw some spinach for health purposes, or just because of because it doesn't really add much taste. It doesn't really add, but it's a little bit of a break in the flavor. Okay. It's a little uh, refreshing. It can be. Yeah. Cabbage cabbage works. I, I think wonders. It is. It, it does. It gives the. Uh, just a little something to, like you say, change right. your change your experience, and doesn't really uh, impact it too much otherwise. True. So anyway, that's, that's I think I answered your question. Yeah. Woo. So your your opinion is lettuce on tacos. Eat it fast, but don't let it melt. Definitely. Because then you're dealing with a whole other. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's starting to be goo. Yeah. And no goo. No goo. On taco. <laughs> All right. Last question here. What song do you listen to in the car when you're on your way to get tacos? Something that gets you really fired up to eat tacos. Cardi B. Any particular jam of hers? <laughs> I just hit shuffle. And you know what the universe wants me to hear? It's what it is. Okay. It's the taco theme. Okay. I'd go, song I would go the, not, no song, but I, I think uh, uh, Doug Psalm, Sir Douglas Quintet. Uh, <laughs> she's about a mover. Uh, Tex Mex music from uh, from the 70s, 60, late 60s and early 70s. And he was big in Austin uh, as well as, as LA. So cool. Hit him up. I got to look that up. Yeah, yeah Doug Psalm, S A H M. Good stuff. I'll listen to that on the way home. Yeah. All right, guys. I think this is the end of the show. Before we end, let's do this segment called Taco to Me. Taco to me, like lovers do. Do you have a taco-related question you'd like to ask me? Do you have a dream? I mean, besides us, the dream team over here, uh, who you would like to have tacos with? A guest? Yeah, anyone. Oh, gosh. Maybe Polly Shore. Oh, wow. That'd be fun. Just chilling with the weasel. Yeah. I like that answer. Not the TV weasel. But. <laughs> no, but I interviewed Polly Shore once. You did? Yep. When I was working at, at, at 41, I also oh, yeah. did the morning show yeah, with, with Kathy that. Quinn yeah. for, a, for a year or so. And Polly Shore, they had a lot of comics come through. Yeah. You know, they were doing Stanford's and Polly Shore. Was, and he was actually pretty, pretty calm. I mean, I was kind of expecting a guy who was, uh, was over the top at every, and he wasn't. He was actually, you know, pretty, pretty good interview. You seem like a good guy to we, go eat tacos We with? did not talk tacos. <laughs> um, what, what was the, the farm movie? That, Son-in-law? Oh. Oh, that's great. I think it was around that time. So everything was directed towards towards hyping that tacos. But would you? Yeah, we could have gone down to Westport and, and, and if there was a taco place at that time, because I know he had shows to do. Maybe next time he's in town, I'll try to set that up. You should. Yeah, yeah. Drop my name. Okay. All right. Tweet him. <laughs> uh, Randy, do you have a taco-related question you'd like to ask me? Well, given the job you have, is it possible to find enough time to keep searching out more taco possibilities? You're a busy guy. It's getting, uh, it's getting harder and harder to keep this train rolling. Some days I wake up and I'm, I've got taco uh, wrappers in my bed <laughs> um, on the floor, just half-eaten tacos, a trail of half-eaten tacos. I stumble in and it's, it's consuming my life. 
And I just well, don't know. Your life is spent consuming. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I just don't know where this is, this is going to end. I need a, I don't, well, I asked my last guest, do you think I need to stop? And they're like, no, keep doing you. Definitely. So what do you guys, I mean, should I keep going? I think you should. I enjoy every episode and learn about new places. I think it's great. And you, you know, you Thank get to you. hear from a lot of locals, which yeah. it's like your own uh, humans of New York, but tacos of KC. Right. Hu- Taco Humans of KC. Right. Well, I thought about that for, for another name for the show, <laughs> but it didn't roll off the tongue. Well, uh, right, right. But, um, no, but it, I think you should. I think you had a really cool thing going. Thanks. I, I think you should look up Jerry with the bad review and see if you he wants to. You should invite him. Yeah, I mean, because <gasps> clearly he's a guy who, who has some opinions. I need to find the guy that just goes and eats tacos in uh, his bib overalls with no shirt right. on. That just, or I, maybe I should become that guy. It's a good taco eating outfit. And see. Very comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that is the uh, that's the show, guys. Um, where can people uh, find you on uh, on the uh, social media? Or? Sure, Instagram at the little spoon underscore. What's you the origin of me. that handle? <laughs> well, I I'm a food blogger. I love to cook. And uh, I'm I'm a small human, so it seemed to work. The little spoon. <laughs> yes. Randy? Uh, yeah. Are you on uh, uh, social media? No. Okay. He's off the grid. <laughs> You're off the grid. You can currently. find him in the street. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm I'm where I am. And so every mysterious. now and then that surfaces in the world as we know it. <clears throat> and if someone sees you at the grocery store, hand me a sandwich or whatever. <laughs> Whenever I put food in front Just of him. Just don't hand him a taco with melty lettuce and nacho cheese Please. on it yeah. you will not eat that <laughs> well thanks for being on the show guys thanks for having us it thanks for awesome. talking tacos with me you're welcome thanks for having us thanks for the tacos remember you can follow us on Facebook Twitter and Instagram at Taco the Town KC please rate and review and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts Stitcher and Podbean thanks to engineer Matt Allen executive producer Chris Garibaldi and thanks to the band Sun Eaters who wrote all the music you hear here on Taco the Town their catalog is available on lotuspool.com and until next time Go eat some tacos! Go to town, go to town.